Life brought to you by GamerGoo. My name is Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Friday, December 11th, 2020. Now, usually, this would be Mando Fridays. and We'd be pulling up our cups of coffee. We'd be talking, breaking down the latest Mandalorian episode. However, I, I wasn't aware that there was going to be a Disney investors call that was going to just completely unload a plethora of just awesomeness onto us today. And you know, I couldn't just sit here by myself and put this episode into a 15-20 minute episode breaking all that down and on top of that talk about the Mandalorian. So instead, I decided to invite a special guest here on the show just to talk all about the Disney Plus information and partly because hey, we were the Disney Plus guys for the lead up to the launch of Disney Plus. So joining me as always, not Christmas Elliot, even though it is the holiday season, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Christmas Elliot. Chris, what's up, dude? Dude, like you want me to come on here and uh, talk about all this stuff, but like I'm speechless. So I don't know if I'm gonna be able to say anything <laughs> because because yeah, I hadn't I didn't know that this was a thing. Um, this is usually saved for like other events. Uh, you got bats flying around? No, your, it's just my fan going. Right. Just, my fan was on. Um, <laughs> it's getting and, hot in here, man. I'm sweating yeah, after just looking I at the stuff again. <laughs> oh my god! But I, I, I don't know. Like, I want to invest. It's oh an investors god, meeting. Man. I want to invest. I know. This is crazy. This is crazy. I mean, I was trying to think back. Like, we did this at some. It wouldn't have been this time last year because when did Disney Plus come out? It's been out over a year now. It was November, right? Yeah, it was last November. year. It was so right we, before I went to Disney. Right. That's yeah. right. So we did right. this in like September, October last year when they just unloaded not only the list of all the shows coming, but also Marvel stuff. Like, I'm, I'm, you know yeah. what, though? Now that I think about it, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was this time when it was the investors call and they were like, hey, here's all, all the Marvel shows are working on. Here's some of the Star Wars stuff. And I remember being super excited and them talking a little bit about phase four. Obviously, COVID threw all that out the window. And now mm -hmm. here we are. It's like not only the things that they had kind of mentioned last time. But now just like so many other things and, you know, we're a year into Disney Plus and they're sitting at 86 million, million. people. I mean, right. what did you read that quote earlier? What was the quote that they were expecting? Like what? So she 60 million uh, they, or something like that. They were uh, projecting between 60 and 90 million the first year. And they're right. They're at the high end of that. They're at eight, almost 87 million. Jesus. And then she said. By the end of 2023, they are projecting 250 million subscribers. Oh, my God. It's it's taking over the world. Yeah. Well, well, because that's the other piece is like that's what a lot of this was, was they're expanding out into other places in the world. Because right now, like they mentioned, one of the first things they showed was that star program. And like the star portion of that is basically going to be the Hulu replacement for the rest of the world. So there may be other countries where they look at the Disney properties and say yeah maybe i'm not into star wars i'm not into disney that much but suddenly when you start pulling in the star side of it which is the more mature content mm. and then even the sports too because they're going to start having some more international sports like we have espn plus that stuff is going to be in the star app internationally i mean we know how big like football or soccer is in the other state or in other countries yeah it's going to be huge man that's going to bring in so many more people do you think you know how like we have those uh televisions that come like the the interface of the television is like the fire stick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they could, this could be a television. 
You could have a Disney oh. Plus television <laughs> that just loads up with the Disney interface. Yeah. And you don't have to go to the app and you have Hulu right there or you have Star oh if you're in another God, country. Man. Like that could be the next thing. So I mean, all they would need to do is team up with like I'm thinking like like Walmart has obviously the Vizio TVs are big there. there there's what the TZL, TCL TVs. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of new like if you go to Walmart now, there's those on. It's like ONN. And they're not just TVs. There's like. Uh, alarm clocks like all kinds of like electronics that are this onn product right i think walmart owns the company that like or somehow has some sort of investment in that company okay that would be a perfect situation is disney come in and say hey we're going to team up with walmart and every onn tv has the disney plus slash star app depending on where you buy this tv built in in the system ready to roll yeah wow probably gonna happen Totally happen. It is, man. I, I mean, if you, I mean, if you remember like when Disney Plus came out, like I took the day off from work. You remember, mm-hmm. remember that? Like, that's right. I, I might have to quit my job, dude. <laughs> well, <laughs> because one of my favorite stories of that that you said in the podcast was when you were like, uh, Jovi was your daughter. Jovi was like, oh, I, she knows like Vader. She knows all them. And then it was Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, that's Jeff Goldblum. Like, and that's Jeff Goldblum. There, there he is. <laughs> You still think uh, back to that. That was the launch of Disney Plus. It was like <laughs> Star Wars, Spider-Man, Captain America, all this stuff. And then Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. They were pushing Jeff Goldblum. Which it. has there been season two of No, of but Jeff? I, I love that show. We we actually watched there was show. one episode we hadn't watched and we watched it somewhat recently. And I love it. It's so good. They need to do that again. Um yeah. but let's jump into some of the stuff here, Chris, because obviously there's so much of this was mind blowing coming out of this. And uh I mean, where do we want to start first? We and, Mar- well, and I just want to say, like, th- this is – I think this is big also because people were expecting – Disney Plus is great. Uh, you know, I think we use it every single day in my house. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, people like original content, which is why Netflix is so popular. And I think people were – you know, we had been told all of these things are coming to Disney Plus. And other than The Mandalorian and these little things here and little there. Little shows, get, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But what have we really gotten on this level? I know, we man. Haven't. So I think they went like full bore and not just told you things that are coming out for 2021. They told you things that are coming out in 2023. Yeah. They didn't need to do that. You know, yeah. you could hold on to that stuff, but I think they wanted to let people like, like we know this was a rough year. Didn't go as planned. We got you. Don't worry. Yep. And uh, I think exactly this is going to, you know, it, yeah. yeah. Cause so that's the thing. It, I mean, a lot of the stuff in here, like, you know, the, the Falcon and winter soldier, Loki on the Star Wars side, you know, even um, like potentially like Obi-Wan, those shows could have already been either coming very, I mean, Wanda should have been out, what, in August? But instead now we're not getting it in January. You know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier were supposed to be out this year, but because of the stopping of production and filming and all that earlier in the year, all this stuff had to get pushed. And yeah, you're right. Like a lot of people were a little upset that there wasn't a lot of newer content in there, but in the end they came out and said, we understand your frustration. We're just going to blow it out for you now and just say, <laughs> hey, here's everything. Because, dude, when you look forward, like 2021 and like early 2022, potentially, if you're a Star Wars and a Marvel fan, it almost seems like at least once a week, nonstop, you're going to be getting something from one of those franchises. I mean, you may get a small break here or there, but like, I mean... You're gonna, we're gonna get a lot. I mean, with Wanda is gonna be hitting, right? Wanda Vision is gonna be hitting. We got Falcon Winter Soldier is gonna be coming. You're gonna have uh, even Loki. You know, they're showing Loki. us that with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I mean, what are we going to get in Star Wars? I guess, I, guess, I mean, Obi-Wan maybe is the next thing we're going to get potentially in terms of right. the, the live action shows. Um, but there's animated stuff there. And I mean, where do we want to start? We want to go Star Wars or Marvel first? Go, go Star Wars. All right, let's, let's go Star, Star Wars. Wars first. Yeah. So, you know, before we get into Star Wars and we're pulling up the story here on StarWars.com, I want to backtrack a little bit to The Mandalorian because I uh-huh. want you on record, <laughs> you and I talking, because we, we text every week about The Mandalorian. Yeah. And where are you with The Mandalorian? Like, are you enjoying it at all? Because for <laughs> listeners out there, we have our Mando Fridays here on The Enthusiast Life, and people know I love the show. And I don't, I don't ever want to defend the show, but I love all the little nooks and crannies of it. I love all the little, you know, fan things are putting in there, you know, like rockets on the knee pads that were, you know, in some, some, uh, visual dictionary book in the early nineties. Like to me, that's just amazing. Like Thrawn's logo on, you know, small little robots heads kind of hidden in the background, like stuff like that. I love, and that's why I love this show. Right. And you were just like, this, this show is the slowest thing you've ever seen in your life, even though we've only had 14 episodes that are averaging about 35 minutes total. Like, what do you want out of this show? I don't Something get it. more than what has been given me, man. Like, I, I, I don't know. I am I am highly critical of uh, Mandalorian. And That's the understatement am, of the year. <laughs> I uh, I don't want to get run out of town here. And then, you know, you get emails saying, like, don't ever have that guy on again. But... um. I first of all, I am. I will always. St- I will stick to it. Stick with it through the bitter end. I will watch every single episode. Um, I think the best way for me to describe it is the entire show is a quid pro quo. It is do for me, <laughs> I will do for you, and it drives me crazy. It's you know you get those little like one percent moving towards the main storyline. They crazy. hooked everybody with Baby Yoda in Episode One. And every week we tune in, and every week we get nothing about. You say Baby that, you, but you get, it's been you, one get whole you get quest. a facial expression. You get a facial expression, and if you watch like I do with subtitles, I'm so sick and tired of seeing Baby Yoda coos on the bottom of the <laughs> yes, screen. Yes, it does say because that. that's all it freaking says the it entire does. episode. Um, <laughs> so, like, I, like I, I, I don't know. I think it's a tough sell when your main character uh, is kind of like monotone. And wears a mask the entire time, and that's you know what damn well he's are, not. Dude. I know that, and that's why it's a tough sell. So uh, you you need you need great. he needs a team. He needs a ragtag team behind him, Rogue One style. He's getting it. He's got it. He's getting it. He's got so it. That's why I said the prison I episode you, last last season. I, he I, had it. I, I, you and you got to give me credit. Dune, he had going, it for a couple episodes. <laughs> I went on record and said this last episode was good because it focused on like him and baby Yoda and baby Yoda was taken from him. And now he's, now he's on the, on the offense, you know, now he's got to go find him. Now there's some peril involved where before that it was just side mission after side mission, after side mission that in my opinion, that was the worst first uh, season opener for a season. I think I've ever seen in my life. That I don't know if it was the worst. I, I would agree that it, it it definitely with high expectations. It kind of was just like it, okay, it take was it for what it is. It was a nothing burger. There, there <laughs> nothing happened in that episode. Absolutely nothing, uh, except for the once again the very end. You get something that hooks you, and you're like, okay, here we go again, Mandalorian. You hook, <laughs> you, you got me on the hook for at the end of season or episode one. But um, I I. I you know, the guys who are in charge of it, I have complete faith in. Mm-hmm. So um, shows have bad seasons. 
And I think season two is just a bad season for the Mandalorian. Oh it, could, it could end up, dude, when you say like those little things are like what hook you on the show, those are great for 10 freaking seconds. And then the story, know, the, the story is what needs to be what needs for me, to this, hold this whole season, this does. whole season has been his journey to find a Jedi to help him. Every episode, except for maybe the first one, has been that that progression. Every episode. And even really the first one has too, because he goes and he he thinks he's finding a Mandalorian to help him. And then he's not. Obviously, it's just a guy who has Boba Fett's armor at that point. But every episode has been that. And he's slowly when, been getting like more information as to where do I need to go. That's yeah, what every when, episode's been. When you heard Ahsoka Tana's name, I knew damn well she wasn't going to be in the next episode. And I thought she might be at the end of the next episode. And she wasn't even in that one either. Right. And it was two episodes later. You but she wasn't in the it. next one because you had to set it up. So the people that he was going to see who would give him the information, you had to see what those people were. That, that can that can all be in one episode, dude. No. You see, you just want to see that's the thing. You, you just want to race through. Dude, this is a series. It's not a movie. I, if I this was a series. movie, if this was a I, movie, yes. Two hour movie, we would be breezing through this. You know what I want this series to be like? You playing Borderlands. Fly through. It. That's <laughs> all I want it to be. <laughs> yes. I know. Uh, Our buddy Bill, who's like a diehard Borderlands fan, when Borderlands yeah. 3 came out, and the, specifically the character I played, the whole thing, she her, she's all about being in-your-face melee, shotguns, yeah. and the more melees you do, the faster you get, so you can quickly like bunk, bounce onto people, to the point where even when I would die, I would immediately respawn. Like, that was her super ability. You're supposed to be super offensive. Pissed right. him off. Because he would like sit back like all like, okay, I'm going to zoom in with my gun and shoot. And meanwhile, I'm bouncing around like a freaking pinball, like just murdering everybody's face. Oh, it's great. It was great. Oh, it's great. But I, 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 all right. I like where it's going. And, okay. you know, the Thrawn reference was great. And I know so he's not going to be in this season or this episode or the series. But I like the interconnectivity of everything. So we're, we're good with that. And awesome. Benedict Cumber- Cumberbatch should play Thrawn in my opinion. So I think so. That would be Who cool. did I see recently? Somebody said I saw like the Maz Mickelson was kind of a good one. I thought that was a good one. You know who he is? Who's that? Who's Maz Mickelson was um and the only reason why he probably shouldn't is he was uh Jin's father in Rogue One. The one who created the Death Star, basically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. He would that, be, great, be great. But yeah. being that he's already because hey, we just had a whole discussion this week, Chris, about people in the same universe <laughs> playing other roles. <laughs> we did. Even we though did. we'd have a blue face, we can't do that. So <laughs> right, don't think right. we should do that. Um, but I think he'd be probably a good one. Um, right. but I don't know. We'll see what yeah. if when Thrawn actually appears. But let's talk about some of the stuff. So let's start with, and again, this is a, an article at StarWars.com, so we're not really going in the order they presented things in. But uh, let's talk about the movies, because that mm. kind of has been one of the more interesting things for me is like, where are the movies going to go? Like, what, right. what movies are we going to be seeing in theaters? And the first one, this is this is actually pretty exciting, because it's something we, we really haven't seen much, um, I think, really in, in a lot of like film uh, Star Wars, and that is Rogue Squadron. So we're actually mm-hmm. going to truly get the Starfighter pilots. Uh, they said it's going to be a movie all about the pilots as they earn their wings and risk their lives in a boundary-pushing high-speed thrill ride and move the saga into the future of the galaxy. So Top Gun. So it would be Top Gun. Yes. But, you know, but, yeah. Christmas 2023. Oof. It's, it's a ways away. <laughs> Star Wars does that, don't they? When, when they promote things, it's usually three years, three years away. I just feel uh, like well, the, the prequels were, but it seems like with the new like Disney, I mean, they were like two years. We pretty much knew like movies were coming, yeah. which, which, you know what? I'll be honest, like this Christmas, there's kind of a hole 
this Christmas. I mean, I think back mm-hmm. two Christmases ago, we didn't get Star Wars because that was when Solo, kind of the whole debacle was Solo, even though we got it early in the year. What was that, February or March? Okay. But like over the last five years, we've come to expect yeah. Star Wars, man, Something, around Christmas. Yeah, I know. And it's like, true. what? there's no Star Wars. Like I, nope. we got the Lego Hollywood spe- or holiday special, but that's it. <laughs> it's like, that's not Star Wars, man. I want to go uh, and like, I mean, we got Mandalorian, I, obviously, to fill that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like... <laughs> we already talked about it. So, um, I like this like road they're going down. I, I feel like, you know, uh, Disney just, I kind of feel like they, they had, they had to do a trilogy, another trilogy. They didn't really maybe want to. And now that they're done with it, now they can, uh, really start doing the things that they wanted to do when they acquired it. Right, and it's stuff like this, and doing like things like outside the realm, and and telling uh, one off story. That's why I think like they they had so many things lined up in the era of Solo, with uh, you know what they were doing like a I think a Bubba Fett um movie yeah, there yeah. Were, uh, and they had other things Even, lined like, up where the Darth Maul storyline was gonna go like all yeah. of that man. And I think just people were in trilogy mode, yeah. and it was, okay, we got to put all that stuff to the side right now and get this trilogy over with, and then we have to go back, and, and then now we can do these little, you know, like, like this isn't going to be a trilogy, I don't think. You no, know what I mean? I, mean, I, think, well, that's I don't the think thing. they want to do that. These, these are them, you know, it's it's Star Wars fans making Star Wars movies about things that people have always, like, speculated about within the Star Wars universe. You know, like, the pilot's in Rogue Squadron and all that, like there, there's a whole sect of Star Wars fans that just love that shit. Like that's yeah. they're all about the pilots and the X wings and all of that. And they don't get. I mean, the closest they got was Poe Dameron, and we didn't really get to see him be a badass until I mean, we saw it a little bit in here and there right? in, in uh, Last Jedi, and then really in Rise is kind of when you see it a little bit more. But that's just about it. Like we never really got to see him be that badass pilot, and now. They're like, okay, well, we're going to create Rogue Squadron that that's all it's going to be about. You know, it's all going to be about this whole squadron of X-Wing pilots just being badasses. And I think that's something that, you know, there's a whole sect of fans that will eat that up completely. Um, That's awesome. I mean, there's there's obviously been video games about that. There's been books about, you know, that, that, but there's, we haven't seen it on the big screen and now they have the capability to do that in a one shot, essentially. Right. uh, I think it's awesome. I like it. Uh, Taika, Taika Waititi is going to be making his own movie. It says uh, his approach to Star Wars will be fresh, unexpected, and unique. His enormous talent and sense of humor will ensure the audiences are in for an unforgettable ride. Taika okay. Waititi, obviously, I mean, he's directed some of the episodes of The Mandalorian. He's best known for, uh, what did he work on? Thor. I think the Thor Ragnarok he directed, I believe. Um, so he kind of has a good uh, track record of just some... Silly stuff too, and some of the things he's done. Who didn't he play Hitler? What was the movie he played Hitler in on Netflix? He was the guy that. What was that that movie that was up for the Oscar? Like just just an, and I think he even directed that movie. Like it was just a weird. Yeah, you're gonna look it up right now. You know what I'm talking I about? I am. Yeah. Like uh, that's him. That's oh, Taika. Oh, the um, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Yes, yes. Didn't, did he yeah. direct that too? Did he write it? I don't know if he did. Uh, I, know I don't he, know if he directed it or not. Maybe not. But like yeah. just just his his take on things I think would be interesting in a Star Wars Star Wars world. Like, I don't right. know what he would do. I mean, the fact that they're saying it's fresh, unexpected, and they say, like, dot, 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 unique, makes me think, like, we could get a whole movie just about a cantina. 
Like I could see uh, Taika completely cool. just making a movie called The Cantina or a series <laughs> or something like that. It's just like 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 so a wacky. family who like wants to get into the cantina business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like start a franchise. Of yes. That would be awesome. Yeah. They want to start a cantina business in the outer rim. And it's just like <laughs> this goofy over the top be movie. Because awesome. when have we really had a humor or humor really injected into Star Wars other than like robot chicken or, you know, any like the Lego well, stuff is really it. Right. I mean, Lego sure. stuff, um, resistance was kind of funny. Yeah, that's true. Some, yeah. Some, but 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 it's been that realm. It's been the the animated side. It's never really been the live action side. Right. So yeah, that's. Uh, I think that'd be pretty neat. Be interesting. That would be funny. Yeah. Uh, switching gears over because I think that's all we got for the movies, right? I don't think we got anything else. So. Um, we did because yeah. obviously the uh, Benioff and Weiss trilogy and all that kind of got canned. So, uh, and I mean we don't know uh, what is it called the not the New Republic. The uh, the books, the whole series on the books, kind of that oh, new, yeah. whatever uh, that's called. <laughs> I can't believe I can think about yeah, it off the top of my head right it, now. Yeah. Which actually, yep. I think that first book is coming out soon. It's either this month it's or January. January. Yeah, it's January. January right? yeah. Push. Um, I was interested to see if maybe they were going to do something film-wise with that. Um, but show-wise, Obi-Wan, we got the official uh, title just called, of course, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan. Takes place 10 <laughs> years after Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. Uh, where he faced his greatest defeat, talking, of course, about uh, uh, Obi-Wan and that, and the downfall and corruption of his best friend, Anakin Skywalker. And the best part about it is Hayden Christensen will be returning as Darth Vader. And uh, Kathleen Kennedy said, this will be the rematch of the century. Hmm. So what do you think of that? You think they're actually going to come into contact well, with each other, man? Like... Uh, I mean, with him being in it, you almost I, think he has to, right? But I don't know. That, like, well, I'm that trying to think, really like, interesting because store wise, lore wise, like, would, have we ever had? I mean, when he meets, when Obi Wan and Vader meet in New Hope, does he say like, "I haven't seen you since whatever"? Like, he doesn't say anything. No, he doesn't. So say potentially, no. you could, you could just kind of write that in, I guess. You could, um, and for all we know, Obi Wan has been watching Luke this entire time. Yeah. Uh, there are there are comics and stuff that that kind of uh, sh- you know give you stories on what Obi Wan has been doing since he's been uh, watching him, um, but if I mean it doesn't mean he can't leave the planet and go on other you know adventures or something like that because if Vader was to come to where Obi Wan is, don't you think he would like kind of like maybe feel Luke oh, around? Totally. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. So th- how are they gonna cross that bridge? Um, how are, I mean, is this going to be, are we going to see, uh, you know, Hayden Christensen in the flesh because he, he's Vader. He can't take his I helmet know, off. Man. It's like, going to be the voice. How, how are they going to do that? I, I, I want to, is the voice going to be James Earl Jones? Is he, they said oh, he's yeah. coming back. So there's a lot of questions about what exactly Hayden Christensen's part in all of this is. In my yeah. Opinion. I don't know. I don't know. Very interesting, man. I mean, I, I could I could see them even just kind of doing like uh, maybe where they never actually come into contact. I mean, we just see kind of like the ramifications of what the Empire has been doing throughout that time. And it's kind of seen through Obi-Wan's eyes. And then maybe we get flashes back to maybe Vader just sending search parties down <laughs> to find Obi-Wan. Because this is <laughs> a limited know. series. I mean, that's one thing. It's only going to be, what, like eight or ten episodes. So it's not like it's oh, going it to be. Okay. I think it is, yeah. I think it's just a... Uh, uh, um, a short series it's not going to be 
four seasons long or anything. I don't think uh, Ewan McGregor signed on for anything like that, as far as we know, as of right now. But if it's successful, you know, they could do that. But I don't know what. Yeah, man, I didn't even think of that. Like if, the voice if and everything. Right. If it's mm. if it's successful, do we get a just Vader series? Wow. Maybe. Can we, can we get that? Could you follow the comics maybe and then have him tracking down and just murdering all the Jedi? That'd be freaking great. Wow. That would be awesome. <laughs> when, when are we going to get, honestly, oh when are we going to get the Grogu, the child flashback yeah. scene of him hiding in a cupboard watching Hayden murder little <laughs> Jedi children? Like, when is that going to happen? Because he was in the temple, dude. So that has got to, like, at some point, and that's why he was hesitant to like open himself up to Ahsoka because he just last time he saw a Jedi, that Jedi was Hayden and he was just murdering people. So when are we going to get that scene? Is that in the Mandalorian? Could that be here? Like, could there be a flashback of Hayden remembering and we get suddenly get shots and then we see Grogu. We're like, that's Grogu. You know, we could be like the, uh, the meme you always see of the people like pointing, like, I know that. Like maybe, you know what it's going to be is whenever we get that scene, which will probably be in like season eight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, it, I, I can picture it now. It's just going to be like like Grogu like peeking through something, and the camera's just going to be on him. Yeah, and you just see like flashes, green, green flashing back and <laughs> yes. forth, and this face of him like, "What is going on?" Screams. And then you're just going to see in the bottom of the screen, baby cooing, baby cooing. <laughs> <laughs> Child cooing. Child cooing. Uh, yeah. Let's see. We also did. We got the official announcement of the Ahsoka series. So this is coming, thank God, from Dave Filoni. He is writing it. Uh, Rosario Dawson will be there. And uh, Dave Filoni and John Favreau, executive producing it. It is a limited series, which let me ask you this. How do you feel about Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka and not Eckstein herself, the one who voiced Ahsoka in everything, mm-hmm. who is essentially our age, dude? Like, she's, like, maybe even a little bit younger than us. Okay. Why didn't she play that role? Like, to me, like, the more I thought about it, and I've been kind of reading online and that, it's like, it's great having Rosario Dawson. But when you saw her performance, there was nothing that she brought to the table that Eckstein yeah. couldn't have brought. Like, it wasn't like Rosario Dawson was jumping all around like a crazy person. Like, when you go back and actually watch those action scenes... There was nothing incredible happening there. The only thing I could think right. of was, I mean, they both would have had the makeup on. Maybe Rosario Dawson's face just maybe looked a little bit more. But in the end, this is Star Wars yeah. with prosthetics and with makeup. Like, why do that? And the reason I bring that up is because my guess is Rosario Dawson would cost more money than x yeah, oh, yeah. So you could make a four or five season series with next time well, but rosario you can they're only willing to afford a little bit and dave filoni has directed her for years in the clone wars and everything and suddenly now you bring in this other actress and he's forced to direct her but you go to somebody uh <clears throat> and say hey rosario dawson's in a star wars show yeah and they might tune in you say hey this chick's name something something whatever I, what's her first name jennifer Eckstein, i think jennifer uh, jennifer Eckstein's in it uh, is playing, they, and I don't think like it's name recognition, man. People do. People, people would have watched it regardless. They would have. No, no, I mean, no, People no. were hooked on oh, Mandalorian. No. Yes, they would have. Oh my God, no, no. You, <laughs> she, she brought in. I can guarantee you, she brought in people just for that episode because it's Rosario Dawson. And now that they know that she's going to be uh, having another series, yeah, uh, pe- people will watch. 
Do you think you, she you really would've... brought in that many more though, man? Really? Like, cause, cause to me, there's well, a whole sect of Star Wars fans, especially like the modern Star Wars, Star Wars fans that knows Ahsoka, that knows the Clone Wars. This is their Star Wars. Like, and I, right. granted, you had them already. So right. sure, maybe Rosario could have brought in some extras, but like, I just think like, yeah. I don't know. That was something I've been thinking about lately. It's like, why? Like, why did we have to, like, she did a great job. No, no offense to Rosario. Oh, yeah. And, and part of it, somebody uh, online was saying like, Rosario is a little bit older. And at this, this Ahsoka is a little bit older. It's a little bit right? older, that's true. Maybe we want kind of the mid to late four. Like, I don't know, Rosario. I mean, I would assume she's older than us, right? She's got to be mid to late Probably. 40s. <clears throat> so you want that older Ahsoka. That's the Ahsoka that is represented in this series. So that makes sense, I guess, yeah. if you look at it that way. But Rosario Dawson, actually, Rosario Dawson is 41. Really? Yeah. Okay. So yep. a little bit older. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think, I think the, you know, like facial wise, I think she does. I think she kind of resembles her a little bit more. Yeah, it, it did. It did so definitely fit good, but yeah. Um, so yeah, and who knows? I mean, I hope that's where Thrawn shows up. And then personally, just my my big hope for it is that's where we get the Ezra. Like Ezra, bring him into this, mm-hmm. into the live action. That would be perfect. Because that's how Ahsoka left off in Rebels was she searching for Thrawn and Ezra. We know, obviously, she's still searching for Thrawn. Either she's sure. found Ezra, which I mean, she didn't bring him up, but um, or that will be part of that show. I hope. Uh, let's see. We've got another show called Rangers of the New Republic set within the timeline of the Mandalorian. Chris, um, this comes from Favreau and Filoni, of course, and it's going to intersect with future stories and culminate into a climactic story event. Is that the, <clears throat> no, the, I'm trying to still trying to think of that book and the Rangers made me think of it, but it's not, it's not that I, I can't think of what it is. All right. So, but, Whatever. I mean, I, I've that. been kind of thinking the Mandalorian is going to go down the path of them fighting for Mandalore, which we saw like the Mandalorians that he, you know, met up with. Um, but this is a whole different thing. This is Rangers of the New Republic. So the New Republic gets you thinking like, okay, well, these are must be soldiers and some sort of climactic story event that seems to be like when they say future stories that will culminate. Is that going to be maybe all these shows like Ahsoka, Mandalorian, all these shows are going to kind of come together. And then this will be where we get kind of that finality. Right. Some massive battle of the New Republic, okay. maybe fighting off the remnants of the Empire. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what right. that had me thinking about. Um, Lando, we're getting a Lando show. Lando Calrissian coming back in a brand new event. Uh, Says so Justin Simeon is the creator. Uh, do we know anything about that? Uh, I don't think we know whether like what time that is. Is that a Billy D. Williams Lando, or is it a? Who who played him in, in, in Solo? Solo? Is it that Lando? Is that, um, yeah. The, the way Rise of the Resistance or Rise of the Resistance, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker ended with yeah. uh, the character's name escapes me right now. But remember Lando saying like, "Where are you from?" Or, you know, yeah. Could that could be that him teaming up with her uh, and then that kicks off her show at that's the end of right. this? That's right. Because that was a weird ending with the two of them. They were they were sh- yes. they were making it a point to show the two of them. Yep. Uh, kind of like eyeing each other. And like, how, imagine on. that, then you get flashbacks of Lando remembering himself as a young Lando, and that's when you bring in... Boom. Yeah. We just wrote the, the show. Well, I don't even know why they have Justin Simeon writing the show anymore. We got it. <laughs> don't he, he doesn't even develop the story I like anymore. It. We did it. I like it. Uh, two, two Landos. Two Landos in one show. I two like that. Landos. Yeah, you can't get show. enough Lando. Oh, yep. you can't get enough Lando. Um... <laughs> Andor, of course, we knew the show was coming. Cassie and Andor, 
Uh, this is coming from Tony Gilroy. That's coming in 2022. Diego Luna, of course, reprising the role as Cassian. Uh, what's his name? Is going to be playing uh, um, K2SO again? Um, yeah, we got a nice oh, little yeah. sizzle reel for that. I'm, nice. Dude, I'm excited for this. Like, this was one character that I always wanted to know a little bit more about him kind of in the background. Um, he has, I think, one of the best intro scenes of any Star Wars character ever where it's like, hey, look, he's with the Rebellion. And then he just straight up murders somebody in an alleyway. <laughs> and I remember my wife, like, when we walked out of that movie saying, she said, Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie because it, like, was the reality of... Yeah what was happening you know there were no jedi there was no magic no nothing i mean outside of vader at the end of it it was just like the people on the ground in the middle of this war you get to see their daily lives and like that scene says everything right there yeah so i need more of that yep yep and it made i don't know why like just this this title i I didn't know this was gonna be called andor just makes me think of endor right exactly Uh, yeah and like it it made me think like why there should be a star wars show that's just revolved around like one planet and everything that goes on inside that planet just follow random people uh you know and and just kind of have like five different storylines going on at once because i think that's where star wars excels when there's a lot going on uh you're following many different characters at one time and maybe it's almost like a uh like a black mirror or uh American horror story where every episode is completely different. You get completely different people yep. in, in their lives on this one specific planet in the star Wars universe. I just think that would be kind of cool. Yep. Here we go, man. Here's one that I missed earlier. Uh, the acolyte. Yeah. This is, uh, going to be taking place. It says it's a mystery thriller that will take the audience into a galaxy of sh- shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. That's the book series. That's what it is. So there right. is going to be a High Republic yeah. show, and this is it. And this takes place in the final days of that era. So are the, all the books and comics and everything going to lead up to this? Because that takes place about 200 years before what we know. That's okay. the High Republic. It's not the Old Republic. It's this kind of like in-between time. Um, I don't know. That's interesting. That'll be good. And the person who made that, they, and I've never seen that Russian doll series on that. Really, really. Hmm. That's the person who's doing this. So yep. it's going to yep. be uh, emerging be- dark side powers. I love that. So who mm-hmm. knows what that's going to be? Uh, Star Wars: The Bad Batch. This kind of seems to be one of the worst kept secrets that I think anybody <laughs> imagined. In the last season of the Clone Wars, uh, we were introduced to the Bad Batch, which were just a bunch of like ragtag troopers. And, uh, of course, they are getting their own animated show, which I think is cool, kind of continuing that animation. And uh, we'll see kind of how that uh, plays out. But I think that's cool. That's coming, of course, in Disney+. Plus. Uh, another one, Star Wars Visions, presents a creative, uh, all-new creative takes on the galaxy far, far away. It's a series of animated short films celebrating Star Wars through the lens of the world's best anime creators. Uh, I guess mm-hmm. 10 uh, shorts or visions are going to be coming out of this, which I think is cool. They've done that with, remember, what was that Matrix? Wasn't there like a Matrix DVD that came out like in the, like in 2000? And it was just all yeah. weird like shorts. And even like Halos had something like that where they just took all these animators and were like, come up with just some crazy Halo animation. And they did that. And it was like five really? or six shorts all looked completely different, telling small stories. And I think that's kind of what that's, uh, that's going to be, which I think is cool. That's um, cool. A droid story. This is a uh, new stories. It's the intersection of animation and visual effects that offers new opportunities to explore. This is uh, them coming together. And uh, I guess it's a bunch of stories about a new hero guided by legendary 
uh, R2D2 and C3PO. Which, how does that work, man? Like, I don't know. <laughs> wasn't R2 and, and 3PO like always with like Luke or like how did they? That's when is this maybe happening? that's what we learned. Maybe that's what we look because they weren't, they were up until they, a new hope, they weren't. So, yeah, I don't know. That'll maybe it's them, they're, they're riding in the back of the uh, the Jawa you know uh traveler or you know yeah, ship or whatever yeah. going across the sand and they're telling these stories in the back there yeah. uh, to a bunch of droids that could care less mm-hmm. um uh we got the willow series they announced so this isn't star wars this is obviously lucasfilm um so we are officially getting that um that i think had been announced a couple of months ago but that's awesome i think that that's coming uh, did cool. they say what let's see it says uh continuing the work Warwick davis of course is returning uh and that's it that's all we know so what cool. would you want out of a willow series Dude, I haven't seen Willow in forever. And we I watched it over the back. summer with our kids. Did in you Disney really? Plus. Yeah. I, I got to go back and go watch back it. and watch it's it, man. So long since he I has that. he has kids. I think like at the end of that, or like you see like little younglings. So I yeah. could see them doing that, like him okay. maybe either telling a story or you know his kids are raised hearing his stories, and then the kids go off and kind of do their their thing. So so his younglings grow up to be uh young jedi and then anakin comes and kills them all right and that's the crossover or maybe grogu is maybe willow there you go meets what what's uh not yoda yaddle maybe willow had an affair with yaddle at some point and that created grogu and there you go i don't know maybe that's yeah we 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 wrote another star wars there you uh, go (laughs) <laughs> hire us man hire us we'll we'll take that star wars money that disney plus money um all right let's shift gears over here to marvel chris because there's a lot going on with marvel um yeah. wandavision we got a new trailer for that wandavision still just looks freaking awesome i mean i don't really know what else there is to say to that january 15th it's coming super yeah. stoked definitely yep. for that um falcon and the winter soldier we got our first full trailer for that man what did you think Dude, of that trailer chris that is you know <laughs> that that that's raising the bar for uh a you know a weekly series yes uh cgi and animation or not animation but you know uh special graphics, effects the way, special it, effects, the way it looks yeah. yeah because that scene where he's flying through, through like the canyon those, oh my god man it just looks um, like a movie it looks like you're just it, it looks like a movie you're absolutely right so and then and then i think uh, Kevin Feige said that it was like only six episodes. I think, I think so, he yeah. said that. And then that's it. So is this going to be a short run thing? I thought this might have been like an ongoing series or maybe then this goes to movie or something like that. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I, I think in the end, man, I think all of this is going to just tie back to I've been joking and I don't know if I talked to you about this. Yeah. Watching a lot of wrestling lately. Like I'm starting to get the feeling that like these shows are our Monday Night Raw, there are SmackDown, there are weekly shows, and then we're going to go to the theaters to see the pay-per-views. Like, okay. you you know, right, your wrestling right. storylines every week, yeah. build up, build up, build up, build up, and then you go to the, you get the pay-per-view once a month or whatever it is to see all the storylines come together and battle it out. And I, right. I think that's what we're going to get with this. I think they're going right. to just try to keep MCUing it, and we're going to get these shows, and they're all going to somehow intersect at some point. Because obviously this is picking up right off the movie. You know, it seems like they're both torn. No, neither one of them really wants to pick up the shield, right? Yeah. I mean, that's how it kind of seems, right? Or are they both kind of picking up the mantle, and that's kind of like they're just kind of like this tag team, and maybe 
maybe that is the best way to do it. Just kind of in the real world, knowing what we know about the comics and how at some point they both pick it up. Maybe right. this is the way to kind of do it. Just put them together as a team and just. Yeah, because I mean, if, if it's just, you know, Falcon comes right out and he's Captain America, uh, it, it would almost be like Winter Soldier's just second fiddle. Right. I mean, just like he's, it doesn't, he show me the scenes. I want to see Captain America. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, I think it might be like this battle because at the end, Bucky was like, no, that that's your go, go do it. So it might be where like Falcon's like, I don't really want to do this. And he's like kind of egging him on along the way. Like, yeah. no, you need to take up this mantle. So it's almost continuing like the end of end game of him saying like, this is you, man, you, you have to take the throne. So that might be kind of like the basis of the series. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, you think it's going to end like, I mean, between the two, I think the Sam Wilson one would be great. I think him that that Captain America, I think would be awesome. And I would just love to see like the final scene of like the final episode, just like full on Sam Wilson, like holding the shield, yeah. like without the, you know, without the Falcon wings or anything, just full on. Like, I think. It'd be yeah, awesome. I, think, I think he's just like going through the movies of, like you know, the MCU movies. Uh, I think people he's always been on the side of the good guys yep. and Bucky always has that hanging over his head, even though he was being brainwashed. Like he was, you know, he was a Russian soldier for a while. And I think people, n- n- although he's, you know, he, that that's out of his mind and everything. And he's fighting on the good side now. Uh, you know, Falcon's always been that guy. and He's always been right yeah. behind Steve Rogers. So I think, I think from the fans perspective, uh, they want they want him they want that scene. Yep. They do want that scene of him holding the, the shield. That'd be great. It'd be great. Yep. Uh we did get the first trailer too for Loki, which I didn't expect to see that yet. So Tom Hiddleston's Loki uh obviously back picks up right what we saw in Endgame, where yeah. they're, you know, trying to uh get the what the pin particles are or the or the yep. um thing they were trying to get there. The cube That's falls, right. slides, he grabs it, disappears, wakes up in the desert. Um Lots of just crazy scenes. Is he time traveling? Like what is happening? Dude. And I got to say, I literally on this podcast last week, I think it was, was talking about on HBO max. We watched a documentary about DB Cooper and DB Cooper. If you're familiar with the story, the dude that hijacked the plane asked for money and jumped off the plane. Right. The very end of this trailer, Loki (laughs) is sitting there with the shades on looking like freaking DB Cooper Pulls the shades down, says to the lady, like, thank you, takes the bag and just says, like, I hope, I hope you're gonna catch me or something. Jumps out of the plane, I'm assuming it's Thor, comes flying, or somebody grabs him with the thing, and money goes flying. Loki is DB Cooper. <laughs> they set Loki up as DB Cooper in this, bro. Like, that just blew my mind. Cause he even looks like him. Like when you look at the drawing of DB Cooper, it's just he, they even yeah. gave him like the small hairline, his hair was cut short. It's yeah unbelievable so is loki yeah. gonna be like jumping through and are we gonna see things like that like that immediately made me think like what else are we gonna see him doing like is he are we gonna have all these mysteries throughout our real history and loki is jumping to all these things and he's the architect of all of that they they introduced it and i gotta go back and watch it again and again kevin kevin feige introduced it as like um how did he say see, it? I didn't it, see it, the stream. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see the stream until uh, a little bit later on. I so this part I hadn't seen the stream. I wasn't so watching you, at this you point. Watch it. See how he he introduced it as kind of like a almost like a like a CSI type of show or something like that, like an investigative type of show. And I'm like, hmm. that's very odd how he introduced it. It caught my attention and how he. So how I wonder he, if he goes to moments in our history and like that's one of them. Like he goes because because yeah. clearly that the the stewardess on the plane. 
she was dressed in what you would think of as like a 70s stewardess. So like he's really? going to that time. So I'm wondering if he's going to jump around for whatever reason, because he's working for, what do they call it? The TVA? I'm not familiar yeah, with that yeah. in comics. Owen Wilson sure. is in the elevator, which Owen Wilson just looked awesome, man. Like old, yeah. old white haired Owen Wilson looked great. <laughs> I didn't I didn't recognize him at first, and then when he started talking, I looked a little bit closer. I was like, holy shit, that's Owen Wilson. Right. I love but it. Dude, I, like it, it might be. It might be like a, a quantum leap. Yes. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Yes, Doctor Who, man. And Torchwood. TVA is Torchwood. Some of the set scenes were it very well could be, man. That, that's a good analogy. But like it there were parts of it that made do you remember that movie, uh, The Cell? with jennifer lopez i didn't in, see like, it but I, I know what movie you're talking about like some of those set pieces like when they're in like, the dream state it reminded me of that I'm like man this looks really really cool like i didn't yeah. i didn't know what to expect from this show i really didn't um but it's got me really real interested so i i wonder if this is like you're saying like this tva is uh they're forcing him to do these to go around and correct yeah there's gotta be a reason for it yeah it, it really, really got me intrigued. And think about it. Like what I love right now they're doing is like you have that. So that's all kind of like a multiverse type thing. We know the next Doctor Strange movie is all about the, the madness yeah. of the multiverse. Yeah. Wanda somehow we know ties into that. She's clearly in some sort of multiverse. I'm not going to go too deep into the Spider-Man stuff, but Spider-Man's got some crazy multiverse stuff going on with, you know, th some confirmed actors, some not yet totally officially confirmed yet. But yeah. it's like... Marvel is going down that path right now of like all these multiverse things happening. And I love that because that's such a comic book thing. Like that's, mm -hmm. and which even makes me wonder, like, could we potentially see a Robert Downey put on the armor again as an Iron Man down the line? I'm not saying in this, why not go to a multiverse and Robert, you know, this way he doesn't need to lock himself into five films or whatever. It's like, yeah, hey, I mean, we yeah, need you to, sure. we need you to do a cameo in this film because for whatever reason they write it in the story and we got Tony Stark back for a little bit or we got a Steve Rogers back for a little bit. Like, I love that. Like that's something that can totally happen now in this. It could happen. I think he would do something like that. Yeah. He's not going to sign on. Uh, I've listened to Robert Downey Jr. Talk uh, many times and how he, he seems to be happy that it's over, <laughs> uh, but it doesn't mean he won't. Yeah. Maybe just one time for a scene or something like that. Do it. Maybe I don't think he'd be against that. Yeah, give him a, give so. him a couple of years, and he either doesn't get cast in any more movies, or when he does, he's always typecast as Tony Stark. He'll be so back as Tony Stark. But yeah, just give be. it time. I promise. <laughs> yep. uh, let's see. We got Hawkeye. It's coming in late fall, twenty twenty one. They did confirm yep. that uh, Haley Steinfeld will be appearing, and there's actually was a bunch of photos this past week of them filming that. Uh, so filming is underway uh, for that. But did they show really anything on this on the stream? No, yeah, not with that. So. No. Uh, they did show a trailer for What If, though. That looked and that awesome. Looked awesome. That looks really, really good. Yeah. Really good. Um, those were always fun comics to read. And they still, I don't know if they're still doing it, but they, they brought it back like last year, not that long ago. They brought back the What If series. Um, and it's just like, you know, cool alternate realities. Um, and even kind of the one that they focused on a lot in this trailer was, I don't know who it was, but they were. Captain America and it was female, uh, it was, but it wasn't uh, Captain America. No, it was Who Carter, was? Agent Carter. There, I thought it was somebody else because they they were showing Agent Carter, but then they would show her in a different scene. I couldn't tell if that was her. I'm pretty or sure not. it's her, man. I think it's Maybe she. It she's the one that takes the the serum instead. 
Okay. And because the, the, the trailer is kind of like a little bit fast moving. So I couldn't, I just watched it the one time. Um, but instead of the Captain America shield, it's the British flag on there. So yeah, yeah that's probably is her then. Yeah. Yep. Um, just stuff like that. Or even just like, from- I mean, is that, uh, you know, you see the ship come down, like you see in the beginning of guardians and like shine the light down that usually is star Lord, but this time, no, it's not yeah. Star Lord. I mean, it's a Wakandan kid. I mean, do we assume right. that's T'Challa? Maybe I, I don't, don't know. know. Could be, but it's Could just be. like, but it's stuff like that. It's just cool. Yep. Uh, a lot of the, uh, I think, actors are coming back too to reprise their roles uh, in the voice side of things, which is awesome. Yeah, Samuel. Uh, let's see. We also got the announcement of Armor Wars, which is going to go into uh, Don Cheeto is going to be in that, so we're going to get a War Machine coming back for that. Cool. Um, which is awesome. I think just him playing, you know. Playing uh, that role again is fantastic. Uh, playing what? Go uh, Rhodes, right? Rhodey, I think is going to be great. Uh, Sam Jackson is going to be coming back as Nick Fury in Secret Invasion, which I remember talking about when we talked about Captain Marvel. Like they were setting that up, and it would be incredible if they did that with the scrolls in there and all that. Um, well, it, it is great. That is going to be great. Uh, I think Ben. Men- yeah, it says Ben Mendelsohn's coming back to Talos, yep. which is awesome. Yep. Yep uh what else we got the moon knight the first kind of reveal of that logo and uh kind of officially putting I, I wish they were, were gonna do more i he threw out so much information on so many shows and he said so many times uh i can confirm and most of it was i can confirm this person is in this show yeah. and he did nothing with moon knight i was just like i want to know who's playing moon knight and <laughs> yeah he didn't even go down that road nope. and that that's one thing i was hoping to hear and didn't get anything yet yep so. uh let's see she hulk he did announce that uh what's her name tatiana maslani uh is playing yep. she hulk and uh that mark ruffalo will be in it so i was gonna her. say the cool thing he said about that is because she's a lawyer he goes she will be uh you know trying cases with with a lot of people that might be getting cameos so that could be a cool show oh, man oh yeah man a lot of these cases that she's doing, like we might, that's where we might see a Tony Stark come, come back. That would be erupt, cool. Something like that. That would yep. be cool. I didn't even think and of it's, that. It's kind of, it seems like it's going to be like a comedy more than anything else. So yeah, it'd be good. Uh, let's see. Miss Marvel uh, is going to be coming back with uh, what's her name? Emin Vellani. Uh, I guess going to be playing Kamala Khan, of course. And um, she's also, it says will appear in Captain Marvel too as well. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, but uh, what else? We got Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special. I just want to say with Miss Marvel, that's going to be huge, man. Uh, Because she's like Pakistani descent, like that is going to take off because, Mm -hmm. you know, that haven't really had that in uh, any superhero world. Have you watched yet the Marvel 616 on the female creators? I haven't watched that show yet. No, I got to watch it. That episode, like, the first episode is the Spider-Man, Japanese Spider-Man. Ha ha ha. It's funny. You watch it. It's crazy. Okay. Like, that's just a crazy story for what it is. I think the second episode is the one about the female con- like creators in Marvel. And they go deep into that. Yeah. It like begins essentially with Captain Marvel and like how they made the switch to make it, you know, be the woman and kind of that whole route. And then one of the, uh, I think, writers of that, she basically then jumped over to Miss Marvel and kind of then brought that into her character and she herself, you know, just being, um, you know, I think she's Indian and just like kind of just went down that whole route and said, let's make the character this. Cause she said, there's nobody in the comics that I can look at that looks like me. 
And like, hmm. that's what Miss Marvel, I mean, Miss Marvel has only been out really like, it's like five or six years or something. It hasn't sure. even been that long, but the no. impact that she's had for just that very reason of people saying, Hey, there's a, there's a character hero who's a badass right. that finally looks like me. And like, is everything that I represent, dude, watch that episode. I mean, it's one of those episodes, especially you now just being a father and having a daughter, like you're watching it. You're you're going to be moist. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Eyes are going to be a little moist after watching that episode. Like, it's just like, damn it, man. Like, this is incredible. Like, it's just so awesome that we live in an age like that now where things yep. like that are possible. It's it's just incredible. Yeah. Um, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which I just think it's awesome, that of course, we always had the goofy Star Wars holiday special. Clearly, yeah. this is what this is going to be, right? I mean, you know, and, and what better way than not making it a series, bring the whole cast back, yeah. Have them be a bunch of goofballs for 2022. Of course, James Gunn is directing it, which is even better. And uh, they said it's going to um, film alongside Guardians 3 as well. So they can kind of all do it at once, uh, which will be come out in 2023. And uh, and I Am Group, series of short films coming yeah. out too. So. Yep. Cool. Uh, Black Panther 2, they had some big news about that. They are not going to recast Chadwick Boseman, which I think is actually great. Um, yeah. And it just said that Ryan Coogler is working on the script right now. Or I'm sorry, is is directing it. So um, they're working I think on we the script. Know where that's headed though. Yeah, I mean, I think we know where that's going. Yeah, well, yeah. if she gets her uh, vaccine because she's an aunt, did you see that? They What's go that? Play Sherry. Oh, she's got it right. No, well, Disney said everyone on set must get the COVID vaccine, and she's like, "I'm an anti-vaxxer. Oh, I don't get it. that." That's and right. so there's yeah. been all kinds of craziness. Take it for yeah. what it is. You know, we're not going to get into any of that, but hopefully. Yeah that will be the path that it goes and they find a way to make that happen because that's the only way, right? I mean, they're, they could, they could go other routes, but I think that's the best way for it to go because other, that even happens in the comics. That's something yeah. that happens in the comics. When you watch yeah. the Marvel six, one, six episode about cosplayers, there's a girl in there who dresses as black Panther Shuri and loves her to death. Like that's a whole thing. You know, you know what they're going to do? They'd be like, okay, you don't have to take it. And then in the storyline, uh, they have to inject her with something to become the new black Panther and then they inject her with the, the there you go that that's how they do <laughs> that's how they do it so through the story uh, that's how she gets vaccinated um the third ant-man ant-man 3 is gonna actually be ant-man and the wasp quantum mania i love that <laughs> name that right there just makes me smile so uh right. obviously returning cast paul rudd evangeline lily michael douglas and michelle pfeiffer um i think that's great uh jonathan majors is coming in as uh yes. what kang the conqueror yeah so I That'd wonder where cool. that's going to go. That was one of the ones that I know people were saying, like, who could top Thanos or at least be on that level? He's one that always comes up. Whether or not I think he could, they could do that. And just a one-shot film, no. But if this is a launch pad for him mm-hmm. somehow, or maybe we see him in some of these other things and like a build-up to him and then ultimately it culminates in Quantumania. I just like, well, I like saying Quantumania. Um, he is in uh, Love Lovecraft Country. Okay, that show and and it's awesome. That great show. And he's he's the lead in it. Like he's the main character. So yeah, I think like you know he's this could be a, a big deal for him because that that show. I mean, it, it's getting good publicity, but you know not to the level that a Marvel movie will. Yeah, yeah, could be uh, good for him. Um, they did reveal that Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness will tie in both WandaVision and the third Spider-Man movie. So there you go. The multiverse, man. And everything I hear about this Doctor Strange movie is like on the verge of horror movie. Yes. Yep. I can't wait for that. It's going to be great. 
and and even Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider Man too. So yeah, it's just going to be like this is a whole its own little arc, man. Like I can't wait to see that. Mm-hmm. And then the big bombshell at the end, which again something we all expected at some point, a new Fantastic Four movie. So hopefully we will finally get the Fantastic Four movie that we've all deserved, that the characters have deserved, that everyone who loves Fantastic Four deserves, because, of course, it's coming from Marvel Studios. Here's my question, though, man. And, you know, now that I'm kind of thinking out loud about it, I think I I feel better now. But, like, Fantastic Four movies have been on, like, FX or something lately. And every time, like, I'll quickly put it on, and my wife will be in the room, Mandy will be in the room, and she's like, Thing looks terrible. Like she's not, she is not a comic fan at all. So she doesn't have like any nostalgia at all. She just thinks he looks goofy. And in both of the movies, like both of the original movies, and then even the like reboot. I don't know how you can make him look cool. Like they made, but that's the thing. When I'm thinking about it, I'm like, they did good with Hulk. Right. If it's just a full CG thing, that's. I mean, that's what they have to do because those first that first Fantastic Four movie being in like the old Ninja Turtle movie, like rubber suit. It just doesn't fly in the yeah. MCU. Like, no, not anymore. That. Not anymore. And just the just the look of the movies overall. It just tell it was like on a production. It was on a sound. Yeah, you could just tell. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are looking forward to that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if you know people accept it, knowing that the other movies were just so bad, or are they like, okay, now it's finally in the right hands yeah. and it'll be done well. But. Um, it's the one thing we didn't get, dude. Wait, hold on. Can we before before we move on? Can we talk about Fantastic Four real quick? Sure, go ahead. Who's gonna play the Human Torch? And the other day, we Chris and I were having a discussion because I put in that the Daredevil, yeah, rights have gone over, and that uh, what's his name, um, Charlie Cox, yeah, was potentially gonna be in Spider Man. That was one of the rumors. You were like, oh, you know, when has there ever been a thing where an actor has played another yeah. role in the same universe? Because you, because you yeah. mistakenly thought it was going to be Charlie Cox just in the Spider-Man movie, not as Daredevil, but the, the story right. about Daredevil. And I, I brought up Chris Evans, played Johnny yeah. Storm, became yeah. Captain America. Right. I can't think of the actor's name off the top of my head, but he was Killmonger yep. in Black Panther, played sure. Johnny Storm as a Human Torch. Right. So who now is going to play this Human Torch and go on to be, oh, I don't know, Sleepwalker, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> another marvel thing like johnny storm is like what is up with that character like He's people play him stuff. in some low budget marvel movie and then they just go on to play like other characters in some of the biggest marvel movies of all time zach efron <laughs> zach efron <laughs> i don't know man but uh, but what were you gonna say we, we didn't get eternals oh no we did get eternals actually oh he did, did we did. okay i didn't see that part he didn't he didn't there, nothing was shown just the the people that they've cast but that was it okay come on what, what did we not get and and it's kind of upsetting knowing that they were they were saying things that like are going on yeah dude yeah i i didn't expect it yet though man i'll be honest i really? figured we get fantastic four before x-men i think so i don't think this phase not, especially not because announcement not even saying no, like we're not they didn't Look at all the announcements they put out, man. What else do you want them to put out? Like that's the next round, man. Like we're going to get, I think we're going to get mutants at some point in this. We may get a Logan. We may get a, an Xavier. We may get something like that. And then that's going to be the, the carrot on the end of the stick. Like Wanda, Wanda could be that link. 
right? Because that was the reason. Yeah. I mean, Scarlet Witch, she's a mutant. She's, you know, Magneto's right. daughter. Like, that's the whole thing. That right. could be at some point through this multiverse. Maybe maybe that's the multiverse of madness. Maybe she goes to a, a, a world and sees the mutants. So the mutants are discovered that way. And then that leads to phase five or whatever. And we're getting the full-on mutant. I was just like, invasion. I mean, you're, they're announcing things three years away. And, and okay, fine. Like, okay, I was hoping for it. They didn't do it. So now it just sucks that, okay, we know there's nothing going on with the X-Men for at least three years. Mm. That's just depressing. Yeah. You know what actually to me it was a little bit now that I'm thinking about it was maybe not even the movies. Like yeah. there was a story about a, two months ago. It was kind of on the, the um, anniversary of X-Men, the animated series. And yeah. there was a quote by one of the original creators saying that they were in talks with Disney okay. about possibly bringing back a new X-Men, the animated series that I could have seen being enough. See, Cause what do we get really animation wise? All we got was what if like we didn't get any kids Marvel no, stuff. I think what, what's the, I think no, I guess Groot. I was grew. I was going to say the um, iron heart, but no, I think that's, that's live animation. like everything, you know, like they, yeah. they did a, there's a Spider-Man series that they kind of can. There was an Avenger series that they can like animated series. I'm talking about more for kids. Right. We got nothing yeah. like that. Why? Why not? Like to me, that would, that's a place you can introduce the X-Men or why not even just like a new Avengers show kind of right yeah. now? I don't know. Right. It's kind of weird. We didn't get any of that. Good point. Good point. Um, well, Chris, we're sitting at an hour right now <laughs> and there's a lot more to go, but so we're going to kind of breeze through the yeah. other side of things. Um, so the Disney animation side, um, we got what Raya and the last dragon is coming March 5th on Disney plus through premier access and in theater. So they're doing the same thing again, like they did with Mulan. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think it's going to be awesome. That it's a Disney, it's like Disney's next. It's I'm really, dude, hold, on, hold on. I'm not talking the movie. I'm talking about the premier plus premier access. Oh, okay. Knowing uh, that HBO max doing what they're doing now, like, do you think yeah. now like this kind of forces Disney's hand or no, just like. No, I I, I don't I know. So. I, I yeah, because we didn't because pay for Mulan, and and I was bring that up. Granted, yep. you but see, you have you have a younger daughter who Raya would mm. is definitely gonna appeal to. My right. kids can wait. We like we're gonna wait till probably June when it's free on Disney Plus. Wait the three months, whatever. Right? Are you gonna go in March fifth or early on? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I will go March fifth. I think I'll let it like breathe and like maybe check out some reviews. Although. It's Disney, so I have all the faith in the world that's going to yeah, be great. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, but isn't it like? I mean, how much they were charging like thirty bucks for Mulan? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I and then now it's free, so there's enough that my daughter can watch that she can <laughs> yeah. wait the two or three months until it yeah. becomes you know part of the she regular. Just pack. keep watching Mickey Mouse Club or what? What else does she watch? What does she watch on Disney Plus? She is. In, did you know Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> She's into Bluey, dude. Bluey is a blue? Fan. i don't know what blue is that's on disney it's on disney it's on disney plus it's on disney jr uh but it is on disney plus is it called it, it, bluey it's called bluey okay it's, a, it's an australian like cartoon it's like seven minute episodes i am telling you man my wife and i are like get excited when a new bluey <laughs> episode comes out it's fantastic it goes for like it it touches you man it, awesome it's so so good i'm just sit it's funny. It's funny as hell. It, it's it's great. Watch it. Watch it. I'm telling you. Watch. <laughs> We're gonna start a podcast about Bluey. Let's do it. It's so good. It is so good. 
Or the podcast will be longer than a Bluey episode. It will be, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that movie looks great. So I definitely want to see yeah. it. But I, again, I don't think we'll be doing the... the Kelly Marie Tran. That's right. From the voice. Yeah. Uh, Baymax getting his own series. I love that. That's Let great. Big Hero 6. Big Hero 6, yeah. I think, is one of those underrated movies. Like, that movie is just oh, awesome. So we, I mean, we, when we, every time we go to Disney, we've seen Baymax like twice. They used to have him in Epcot. And then I think yeah. they, they got rid of that. Now they're doing the renovations and all that. But you used to be able to go there and see him. And my daughter, like, still was always like, let's go see Baymax. It's just, yeah. just awesome. I'll tell you this. My, in in uh, Disney Sorcerer Arena, my the game the, yep. for the app, almost like the Star Wars game, Yep. my, my number one team is a Big Hero 6 team. I have all of them and nice run rough shot over everybody. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, Zootopia plus a new series based on Zootopia that's coming, that's which going to be, I mean, it's great. perfect, right? Zootopia, just uh, like the whole, just the setting of that movie. You could tell a bazillion stories in that setting. Like uh, it's just perfect. Good. Absolutely. And, uh, perfect. If you, you didn't watch the stream, you said I didn't see that. No, it showed three characters. They said they're going to be following more than that. But they showed three characters that they're going to just tell their story. One of which is Flash, the the sloth. Yes. And so there's going to be a whole the episode, episode ever. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they're showing this one scene of him and it must be his wife like dancing on a dance floor. And, every, you know, they're just going like this. Like, yeah, just real slow. <laughs> I the first time I saw that scene when he's at the DMV. Yes. I don't think I've laughed. I think the only time I laughed that hard was the first time I watched Team America. <laughs> Dude, I could not stop laughing at that scene. It was brilliant. That, that scene was like a, in the trailer too. Remember that? Like I remember the first trailer for Zootopia was like that scene. And I remember just going to the movie theaters and they would just show like a short clip of that and then just say like Zootopia coming whatever year that was. And it was just like, it's it's amazing. Like that's just perfect. Why was this never thought of before? Absolutely it's amazing. Great. Uh, let's see, Tiana based on Princess and the Frog. That's cool. Yep. I mean, especially with supposedly Splash Mountain getting completely rebranded with Princess and the Frog. That makes uh-huh. complete sense um, to kind of just get her out there and kind of that little world. I think that's awesome. Uh, a long form musical comedy series for Moana, which is so interesting. Right. So stop right there. So you have Baymax, Zootopia, Tiana, and Moana. And I almost get the feeling that like, <clears throat> Disney is seeing like the success of all of these shows from like our childhood, like Beverly Hills, 90210 full house coming back, uh, coming back because people want to see that. So maybe they're jumping on that now and saying like, let's take our and people want to see, let's not make a sequel. Let's make a show and have multiple episodes of this stuff. I think it's brilliant. Mm -hmm. Awesome idea. That's what the streaming service allows them to do, man. Just, put him create all this content for people right uh let's see Encanto is a new movie in Colombia with uh with uh with Lin-Manuel Miranda is writing all the music that's awesome um let's see Awaju is a long-form series made in partnership with Kugali Media premiering on Disney Plus you know anything about that I don't know anything about that um it was they said it was three guys who started almost like a comic book company um, and all of the comics are um, kind of focused on, I don't know if it's like Jamaican culture or um, just like like African culture or stuff like that. So it's, it's in, it, I don't know if this is an original story by them or taken from their comic books, but it's those three guys who started um, that, that line of books and it's, yeah, original story by them. Hmm. 
Seems pretty good. Um, they announced Lightyear, which is kind of going to be the big theatrical uh, movie coming. That is the origin story of Buzz Lightyear, who is now going to be voiced by Chris Evans. Awesome. Which is interesting. Uh, it's hitting so, theaters in summer 2022. So my, when they announced that, my wife was uh, rocking my son to sleep. Uh-huh. And I text her. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, when you come out here, I got to tell you about what Pixar just did. So she, when she's rocking him to sleep, she has her phone. And she comes out and she's like, what's this Lightyear thing? And I'm like, that's what I had to tell you about. I'm like, it's the origin story of Buzz Lightyear. And she's like, what What does that mean? I'm like, it's like how we got started. And she's like, so the whole thing takes place in a factory? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's kind of a good point. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be the the comic book like Buzz Lightyear. Because like yeah. Zerg and all that, like kind of that story, right. I think is what I right. would hope that's what it's going to be. But maybe yeah. it's not. Like maybe that's it could enough. be. That's a good point. I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah, you just put together in a you know Chinese factory somewhere amongst many many other light years, and for whatever right reason, he sounds like Chris Evans now. Yeah, right next know. to Chucky. Uh, let's see what else. Um, they're doing a Lightning McQueen and Mater show that's coming. Doug Days, Doug from Up, is getting his own little shorts. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff kind of in here. What else? Um, Win or lose was another one. Win or lose. It's a original. Long form animated series. It's about a middle school softball team. And what the guy was saying was every episode will be from the viewpoint of another player on the team. Oh, nice. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. That is interesting. Um, The Pixar movies, we mentioned Lightyear. There's one called Luca about a a set in Italy about a boy named Luca that's hitting theaters. Anything on that? Did they really talk about what that was about or no? I didn't see too much on that, no. Um, this so, is an interesting one. This next one, Turning Red. That looks really good. 13-year-old girl going through puberty that transforms into a giant red panda when she gets excited. And again, like it, in when they're in the, the stream, he's like she's standing like right next to him, like almost like CGI'd right next to him. And she's just like this little girl. And he's just talking about her, how she's 13 years old and all the things that come with being 13 years old and all the feelings that you have and, you know, all your emotions. And he goes... He goes, but with the one exception of when uh, she gets angry, uh, she turns into this and it just turns into this. Yeah. Giant red panda. And you're like, was not expecting that. (laughs) This is really cool now. So, yeah, it's just kind of like a different take on puberty almost. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Hmm. Uh, let's see what else they had. Uh, I guess that's kind of it for the Pixar. There's a series coming with uh, Will Smith and Chris uh, Hemsworth. Both have their own National Geographic series. Uh, Will Smith's is called Welcome to Earth, following him as he embarks on an awe-inspiring journey to unlock the secrets of the planet's most extraordinary, unexplained phenomena. Yep. And uh, Limitless, starring Chris Hemsworth, exploring the limits of the human body. There's also going to be an alien television series. Didn't they announce that at some point here during the stream? I heard, I saw a picture of it somewhere, but I didn't know that it was related. I think it I, is. I think that's coming to FX. I think is what that was okay. going to be. The biggest one, the Mighty Ducks Game Changer. Oh, yeah. We knew this was coming, but we got the official title of it now. Emilio Estevez coming back, of course, as the legendary Gordon Gom- uh, Bombay. And uh, Lauren Graham is going to play uh, in this as yeah. well. So is that going to be like his wife? Who's she going to be in this? That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe the 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 new judge who because uh, he got drunk <laughs> he got drunk again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, 
and then she falls in love with him. She's the judge that falls in love with there the There you guy. go. With old Gordon. Let's see. Let me uh, see if I can find anything about that Alien series. Uh, yeah, there. Alien series in the works at FX with Fargo creator Noah Ho- uh, Hawley and mm-hmm. uh, I guess Ridley Scott and Advanced Talks to be the executive producer as well. Yeah. So that could be interesting, man. I think that would be pretty neat. They announced the cast, I think, of um, Little Mermaid. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Um, and the one that sticks out to me is the guy that was in Hamilton. Um, one who raps like super, super fast. Mm, yeah, <laughs> he he kind of has like the Afro hair. Yep, like, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's uh, Sebastian. That's awesome. Yep. He's perfect for that. Yeah, he, who's he playing Hamilton? He plays um, he played Bird, Lafayette. He I think he plays Lafayette. That's awesome. Yeah, so perfect. Uh, what, what's the what's the Halloween movie that our wives love? Hocus Pocus. Pocus Pocus, Pocus, Pocus two. It's coming out. Beautiful. Yeah, there's that. God, man, we we watch that movie yeah. so many times. <laughs> there's dude. Is that what else is there? I mean, is there anything else here? We're going on like an hour twelve. That's it. No. That, <laughs> Touched on the big ones, so that that's, that's yeah. Pretty much. I mean, today was a day where like this was happening, and then the game awards are happening, where they're then suddenly announcing all these you know game trailers and all that stuff, and I'm just like, yeah. man, like what just what a great time to just be a nerd in the geek. <laughs> like, there's just so many awesome things right now getting set to come out. Like, you yeah. know, as much as 2020 sucked, like this almost seemed like the F U 2020, like the future's looking bright, folks. Like, yeah, we got yeah. everything we want. You're right. I love it. Exactly right. Thank you, Disney, as always, for uh-huh. making us happy. Can't wait to go back. Yep. Actually, our, our good buddy Kenny was there. He texted me yesterday. He rode Rise of the Resistance yesterday. Texted really? me, like, I'm getting ready to get on Rise. I'm like, it's actually open and not broken down. And he's like, oh, yeah, man, it's open. Because <laughs> that, wow. that dude, that ride is like always busted. Is it really? Yeah, and like even when it's open, there's a lot of like parts of it that just aren't working because we we still watch all those videos all the time of like you know the people that are there daily and giving reports and like right. Rise of the Resistance, man, they have some problems with that ride. Like they really need to, I think, shut it down, figure out what they need to do to just have it not be that way. Because we we have tickets right now to go for the 50th anniversary. We're actually going to be there the day after, like the official 50th. We would be arriving that day and not going yeah. to the parks and going the next day. But like you look at all the stuff that's kind of been canceled and, you know, either put on the back burner or kind of like there's, and it's like, do we want to do that? And then like, we're kind of hesitant to book a day at Hollywood because it's like, what day do you pick? Because if you pick it and rise is shut down, plus they're still doing the whole boarding pass thing with that, that like, number one, you're worried about just getting your boarding pass. And then on top of that, it might even be shut down or it's shut down for half the day and your boarding pass gets canceled. Like, I don't know. So what he say, uh, what, what is like the capacity in there? Right. Not of the ride of just the parks. I think are the they... park's 40% right now, I think. And so they, they can... are bringing back it either has already been implemented or it's happening soon where they are allowing you to park hop. Originally you couldn't, you can park hop only to one other park right now. And, yeah. uh, I think they were at one point only open till seven. I think they've extended it a little bit more. I have one of my texts actually is planning on going for new years. She's booked it. And they are going to be open till midnight on New Year's, like for the New Year's Eve and all that. So, oh. I don't know, man. But Disney, Disney, Disney. We love you. you Disney loves, knows that we love them, Chris. Oh, Everybody absolutely. listening to this knows we love them. So. <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap it up there, Chris. Dude, it's great having you back on the show, man. I know Fun. everybody misses you. But, hey, 
plug plug the uh, Avalanche show because oh. guys, this Chris is having tremendous success with yeah. this show. So plug it. Let them know where they can tune into you every day, man. Yeah, uh, locked on Avalanche. If you are a uh, Colorado Avalanche fan, and who? I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, every day have a uh, podcast revolving around the locked on or revolving around the Colorado Avalanche. Um, the hockey season right around the corner, believe it or not. It is a hockey season yeah. on January 13th. So um, it's going to be a shortened season, but Avalanche are the odds on favorite to win it all, according to Vegas. So, yeah, locked on Avalanche, part of the locked on podcast network, your Ooh. team every day if you have any team whatever team you are a fan of we have a podcast for it football baseball basketball hockey and college we cover them all what about esports daily podcasts daily cut Uh, not yet not yet bring on the esports i know man what about wrestling you got a wrestling podcast wrestling would be a great one bring on the wrestling man I think, I, might, be... I think I might have somebody that could do a little wrestling podcast. Right. Just, right. just saying, Chris. Just saying. It's good. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thank you guys, as always, for tuning in. Of course, big thanks to GamerGoo for continuing to support the goo. <laughs> <laughs> GamerGoo for continuing to support the show. That's classic right there. I'm looking at Chris as I'm saying goo. GamerGoo for supporting the show. You guys know GamerGoo has been supporting the show for so long. And this time of year, Chris, I've been telling everybody to, you know, GamerGoo is that inexpensive gift for that gamer in your life head on over to gamergoo.com use my promo code tell save yourself 10 percent off your order t-e-l you can find those links down in the show notes chris they got all those scents you know they got the teakwood they got the orange they got the peppermint they got the sport look at chris if you're watching the video chris is showing off the gamer goo right now he's there got is. the goo going on so if like chris if you do go over to gamer goo uh and get yeah. some of that be sure to use the hashtag you're going it because we know That's- you're going it out there and, uh, of course, let them know that we sent you. Uh, so, again, big thanks to Gamergoo for supporting the show. So, guys, that's it for me today for this week. Hopefully, you guys have a good weekend. Monday, probably going to jump into some of the game awards, and then we will be breaking down uh, The Mandalorian, the next chapter here. I may actually do an episode over the weekend, too, to kind of break that down, just kind of get that out there, because I don't think I'll be able to contain myself after watching it, because, you know, unlike Chris, I, I love that it... <laughs> I have, see to, where I have to get everything out that when I get my feelings I, out about the show. I, I was I was happy where the last episode went. So okay, keep that momentum, man. Keep it going. Keep it, keep it yeah. going. But all right, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning in. However, you're tuning in, and until next time, we'll catch you later. Support the good.